Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. My new book, Intergalactic Totalitarianism, is now out on Amazon Kindle and paperback. I'm currently in production of the audiobook, so you'll be the first to know when that is out as well. Um, links will be in the show notes, so check it out if you're interested. Interested. Life is made of experiences, conversations, and stories. You're not going to find these by laying back and letting Netflix, Hulu, and Disney program your reality. You gotta get out there and experience life for yourself. You gotta seek those experiences, join those conversations, and listen to those stories that tell a vision and black mirror devices don't want you to seek. Welcome to False Reality Check, a podcast where the only role is you must be your real, authentic self. I'm Buffalo. And I'm Legs. Join our conversations as we learn about and break down the lies we've been sold. Laugh, cry, and think with us and our friends as we discuss how we can liberate ourselves from this false reality, one conversation at a time. in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern-day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. I think we are live. It looks like it's working. So that's a great sign. So, right. all right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Conspiracy in the Force. I am Conspiracy Kyle. And on today's episode, I have Buffalo and Legs from the False Reality Check podcast. How are you both tonight? Doing pretty good. Fantastic. Good. Good. Yeah, I wanted to have you guys on for, for a few reasons. You know, we had we had talked last year, and I know a lot, a lot has changed for you guys um, since then. So definitely want to talk about all that. And plus, you guys are just very, very positive. You guys always have very positive energy. So it's, it, it's one of those things that's kind of sorely lacking in this world is, you know, positivity and just being, you know, happy. You know, a lot of people are, you know, even people in the conspiracy world, they kind of, you can get dragged down by all the muck and the minutiae of everything going on. Of course, even this week, there's a lot of, you know, BS going on too, which, you know, we can get into if we need to. But I think, I feel like, Everybody else is, is covering that pretty good. So um, for those that don't um, know about you two or your podcast, can you guys let everybody know a little bit a little bit about yourself and, and the show that you guys do? Sure. Do you, do you want me to take this or do you want to do it? Go for it. I can fill in. Okay. So uh, Cliff's notes version, um, I guess <laughs> we were supposed to get the jab for to keep, keep our job and we decided to fuck everything off and say bye and leave California, sell our home. Now we're in Idaho, living our best versions of ourselves. That's the clip notes. Yeah. And, you know, we were in a very busy area um, in Southern California. We had the corporate jobs and, you know, before COVID hit, um, commuting, we maybe like spent an hour, two hours each way or yeah, depending two hours, on probably total. Sorry, two hours total. Um, so a lot of our lives revolved around our careers and just trying to maintain a certain lifestyle, not so much keeping up with the Joneses, but, you know, it's expensive to live in Southern California. So we just had enough and the taxes are crazy. We want it out. Yeah, we weren't happy. Our jobs weren't making us happy. Um, I worked in healthcare, so I have that same kind of background. And um, yeah, with everything going on right now, I mean, obviously, you know, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to make it tough, especially if you don't want to get vaccinated. So we just weren't happy and we decided why be unhappy? Let's just, yeah, we might not be making money. We might not be doing the same kinds of things that we used to, but we weren't doing it anyways because COVID shut everything down. So right. if we weren't going to enjoy ourselves, we might as well not enjoy ourselves in a more beautiful area with better people. So we decided to pack up and move to the country in Idaho. 
Yeah. And that's, and that's awesome. You know, it's, it's something that a lot of people talk about, right? It's like, you know, they want to get out, want to get out into the country or somewhere, somewhere else. And, you know, you guys, you guys went for it and, and you did it. And I mean, gosh, like the, the commute part of it is, is, is that's rough. I mean, like I, I drive like, a half, like a half hour to work and, and a half hour back. And it's like, so that's an hour altogether, but it could be up to two hours. But like, I, I imagine that's nothing near what, what you guys dealt with out there in, in California. And it's like, you know, you, you spend so much time traveling, getting to work. By the time you get there, you're, you're grumpy, you're irritated and your day hasn't even really started yet. You know? So it's, uh, that's a, it, it's a crappy, it's a crappy way. So, um, tell me, uh, talk to everybody a little bit about, um, about your podcast and some of the uh, guests you had on and kind of what, what's coming up for you guys in the future. Oh man. Well, our podcast, we do a lot of different topics. Uh, definitely varies um from conspiracy to self-sufficiency um spirituality spirituality focusing on our journey also um what we're learning we have the main podcast false reality check and then two premium shows each i have one he has one buffalo has one um all on rockfin so that's just like the gist i don't know if you want to add yeah, we're we're out everywhere on all the podcast platforms and we're lucky enough to get on Rockfin as well. So we figured let's let's go for this. And my show focuses kind of on male type things. So things that are for men, fathers, husbands, trying to reinforce what, what our responsibilities are, but also just talk about our issues and things that help us out. And yours yours kind of goes all over wherever you want it to go. <laughs> yeah, I just talk whatever about whatever I want, whatever I'm feeling and <laughs> what I want to share with uh our listeners. But um yeah, as far as guests on the main show, um yesterday we talked with Monica Perez. That was that was a lot of fun. Um I, I don't know, we've had oh, some we've talked to so we've talked to you, Kyle. We've yeah. got to have you back on. Like we've talked to so many people. We just love having conversations with like-minded people non-like-minded people we just love exploring learning and uh connecting with people yeah that's what it's mostly about i think is the connecting and then forming like a community where everybody feels like you can throw an idea out there and nobody's going to ridicule you for it you know right and it, and it's awesome you know like the uh the internet's a funny thing you know the the internet it can be kind of a control structure right but at the same time I think I think if they wish they could, they probably wish they could turn it off because you know, like like people like us have had the chance to meet, right? Like we've never been geographically located in the same area, and you know these conversations that you're able to have, we're able to have on podcasts, are things that could have never been done with with some of this technology. So it's one of those things. It's a, it's a good and it's it's a good and bad thing, right? There's obviously bad sides to it, right? There's you know, I I I see myself scrolling scrolling a lot during the day. I'm like, gosh, this is this is not helpful. Like, yeah, reading one more, you know, Twitter post that's really gonna, you know, make my day better. Like, no, it, it, it's not, you know, so um, there's a downside to it. But yeah, the, the good side is that information that has never been able to be shared before is now getting out there. And especially over the past few years, you know, so much more information has gotten out so many more connections have been made. And I think that's a and I think that's a really good thing. I agree. Yeah, especially when you're trying to build community and be self sufficient. It's good to connect with people who have, I don't know, leveled up in homesteading or raising chickens. Um, and of course, we're in a much smaller community now, so we have people, neighbors that we can talk to, and they help us out. We help them out type thing. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it helps to the fact that we move to a very friendly community. Everybody around here is pretty, pretty open as long as you're not... Um, I guess like a, a super pro Biden person. I don't know because there's a lot of like anti Biden side, which I don't really. I don't. I don't. I don't care one side or the other, or whatever. But I think if you have open neighbors, it makes you want to go over and like say, "Hey, here's some cupcakes. You want to have a talk for like 20 minutes? You know, for no reason, just because it's something to do. It's something to get along with people. And over here, like everything be prepared to take like 10 minutes like at the bank take 10 minutes because you're going to talk with the person the cash register at the ace you're going to take 10 minutes you know like it's just it is how it is and and that's a good thing right you know i think a, a lot of times like especially like you know when you're living in the big city things like that everything is so rapid so fast paced you know like I, I get so pissed off if there's like an old person in front of me going like a little bit slower i'm just like but but also the same because like i'm out i gotta get there i gotta get there i gotta do this i gotta go to work i gotta do this for the kids but but at the same time i'm thinking like you know what that person 
probably has a more relaxing life than I do. And, you know, they're probably able to just go about their day on a, on a leisurely pace. I think there's something to be, to be said for that of, of slowing down a little bit, you know, just like I mentioned earlier about, you know, like, oh, if I read one more Twitter post, is that going to make my day better? It's like, if me getting somewhere two minutes quicker, is that going to make my, is that going to make my life better? You know, probably not. So, you know, I think sometimes it's better to, to, to slow down a little bit. So, yeah, let me ask you a little bit about, about, about Idaho. How, how did you guys pick, how did you guys pick Idaho? Well, he can talk a little bit about it. His family, actually, the area we're living in, his family started here. Yeah, my, my grandpa was a farmer here. He, he married my grandma. They had all my aunts and uncles here. My dad grew up here. And then my dad bought this piece of property right next to his home and put a, a trailer on it and decided he was going to live there. And then eventually he said no, and he's going to California and he raised his family there. So I'm kind of bringing us back right now. We're in that trailer. It's been updated a little bit. It's still got, it's pretty old. They put band-aids on it. It's band-aided pretty <laughs> okay, except for the hot water. <laughs> and uh, But other than that, it's pretty, I mean, it's livable, right? Yeah. So we sold our house over there and that's why we're here. And I, I feel like I have a connection to this place. She's new to this place. So I feel like I get to show her where I walked when I was a kid. Cause I used to come up here every summer, almost uh, multiple Christmases. We would come up here. Sometimes my grandpa would come down here and, or come down here, go down to California. And um, yeah, it, it was just, I always loved it up here, but I always thought it was very boring. And now that I, I guess I'm just a more boring person adult uh i enjoy more of a slower pace and i want to go back to it so when we came up right. here in july of last year we wanted to see if we could live in a place like this and we we loved it there's so much to do if you're an outdoorsy kind of person we're both outdoorsy people um it's it's just like it's endless opportunity for adventure and things to do on a daily basis if you wanted to so it just so happened we worked out and we came here yeah and now, go ahead go ahead Kyle. oh yeah i was just gonna ask you know did, did your dad ever regret uh, moving from there to california like what what is his what are his thoughts about that because you know i have a kind of similar story you know my uh my great grandmother so i live in ohio but my great grandmother she lived in southern ohio on a farm and you know she she lived till she was 105 years old okay so like she had all that all that good the good antibodies right the good immunities right but then like you know, she moved into the city and, you know, my, 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 my grandma and my mom and everything in, in the city. And, and I kind of feel like she kind of always wanted to move back to that. So what is What did your dad feel about moving to uh, California or, you know, California, as we call it now? <laughs> he, well, in the beginning, he liked it because California was a much different place in the early seventies, you know, so yeah. you could do a lot more things and it was very, it was more conservative. So it was very golden in those eras, but right now, having talked to him yeah he's like i gotta get up there that's what they're actually actively in the process of selling their home and then they have some rentals that they're going to sell and they're going to move up here and awesome it was kind of my goal to maybe inspire family to come back up here um i don't know if i'm going to be successful with my other sibling but we'll see yeah same here (laughs) i'm hoping my family in southern california would come up here too because we're all born and raised southern california so me taking this leap is like, it's pretty crazy. I know I have a cousin who took the leap a few years ago and he actually lives a few hours away from us. But as far as like my other cousins, my siblings, all in California, I don't know if, I'm sure they are considering like leaving, but um, the cold kind of scares them. So <laughs> y'all are negative temperatures. Really <laughs> yeah. How, how cold does it get up? How cold does it get up there? Uh, it was like negative 19 the other day, um, oh at God. night, at night. Yeah. It, <laughs> at night it gets pretty cold. Um, in the daytime today, I think we had a high of 12, um, okay. the past few days have just been pretty cold, but we're going to be jumping up this weekend and next week to like the forties, high thirties. So 40s. it's summertime. <laughs> hey, yeah. I live in Ohio. I mean, that's, that's shorts weather right there. You know, like I have friends that live down in Florida. They're like, oh my God, it, it dropped down to, to, to 55 degrees. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. I can't even, I can't even right now. Just, just, just stop. Just, just live your life and, and love it. So yeah, I'm with you there though. It gets up to 40, 45 degrees. That's, that, that's good living. That's good living there. Now you, you mentioned before we went live, you guys. Okay. So it was that cold 
and you guys also had no hot water. That is, whoo, boy, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was quite a thing. Well, it, it started a couple, this is a, a saga that we've been dealing with <laughs> for a little bit of time because it started a couple of weeks ago. So we had to go back. Um, we had a loss in the family. We had to go back for a funeral and to be with the family. And we lent, we lent our keys to a neighbor and we're like, hey, could you watch the trailer? I forgot me, my fault. I forgot to leave the heat going because I thought, oh, our neighbor's going to come in that afternoon after we leave. She'll just put the heater back on. She didn't come for another day and a half or two days. Everything was frozen in here. All the water pipes were frozen. Icicles oh were coming out of the sink. <laughs> and so we were dealing with this while we were dealing with a funeral and we were trying to like will our trailer to heat itself and it finally came back and we came back to a decent trailer had some hot water cold night of negative temperatures brings everything for uh, freezing and we lost all our hot water and then we we got it back in the sink in the bathroom and the shower which is good right because you get hot water in the shower we have not had hot water in the kitchen sink for a couple days but it came back just before we jumped on to you. So your magic, your good vibes, definitely. There you go. The, the power <laughs> of the force, something, yeah. something happened, something cosmic happened there. So, so um, let's talk a little bit about like homesteading and stuff. You mentioned about, you know, people, you know, raising chickens, things like that. Like, what are you guys, what are you guys doing there to be, you know, more so obviously with just being there, you know, you're a lot more self-sufficient. In a, in a kind of your own community and everything. So what are you guys doing as far as, you know, homesteading, you know, fending for yourself, et cetera? Well, let's see. We definitely connected with uh, locals to get raw milk and fresh eggs. Um, that was like the first thing we did because going into this winter, winter was coming and it's here. So we couldn't really start on any crops, um, getting chickens just yet as we're into spring yeah we're gonna start jumping on that um but community was like the first thing just to kind of establish ourselves and get to know others um go ahead yeah you do um well you're selling yourself short here well butter <laughs> butter she makes butter she makes bread i mean that's homesteading stuff i've been baking like crazy we um recently were making batches of um uh, what's it called fire oh fire cider fire cider and uh, that's pretty good. That's good for you when uh, you're feeling like a cold coming on. You just take a tablespoon or a teaspoon of that, and it'll it'll clear clear yourself uh, sinuses right up. For sure. We just we just ordered some microgreen seeds as well. We're gonna get a crop of microgreens going because we can still grow inside. And then we haven't done it yet, but we've narrowed down what chickens we want, so we know what to order. We're gonna have some meat birds and some egg layers. So hopefully by I don't know. September we'll see our first egg maybe I'm not sure <laughs> yeah the snow here I think is going to melt late March end of March um, beginning of April so in that time we'll get our chicks and we'll have to raise them in here for a little bit and then slowly acclimate them to the outside it'll be fun we're definitely going to share and document all that yeah that's 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 awesome I really I'm really impressed I'm, I'm really impressed by this you know it's it's one of those things like I want I would love to do it, but like me personally, I, I just, I can't, I can't, I, I just probably, I could probably learn, but like, I, I'm just really impressed by you guys going for this and doing this. I think, it, I think it's just really awesome. I, I want to ask you about the, um, about the raw milk situation. So raw milk is, isn't it? So what, what what's the deal with it? Like you're, you're not allowed to get, I've, I've heard all different kinds of stories. Like what, what, what's the deal with, with raw milk? Well, it's, it's so some states, it's on a state by state basis, but you're technically not supposed to sell raw milk. Um, but in some states, it's completely legal. In Idaho, it's completely legal to sell raw milk. So long as you're, you don't pasteurize and your cows are grass fed. So we only get um, milk from, from grass fed cows. We started getting it from a, um, just a local lady down the road, and it was fantastic. But she's calving her calves, or her cows right now, so she has to save milk because they need milk too. She needs milk for her family, so we went to another dairy just over the mountain, and um, it's good. It's not as good. You can taste the difference because of how they eat different things. Raw milk is supposed is really good for you when you get milk from the grocery store. It's been pasteurized. When you pasteurize the milk. 
all minerals, all vitamins become depleted. Not only that, they, they add thickeners, they add dyes, and those have been known to cause cancer. And so a lot of times when you drink storm milk, you'll feel like bloated or maybe gassy or, you know, like you just have an uncomfortable feeling or maybe even diarrhea some people have. Uh, but with raw milk, I've heard people that have all that with store-bought milk, it goes away with raw milk. And that, that, I'm not saying anybody should do that. I mean, try like goat's milk, try all kinds of things if you can. But raw milk's really, really good for you. And it makes the best butter and butter. Oh, milk. Yeah, definitely makes the best butter for sure. And it's a it's a fun process because we get whole milk and usually you let it sit for a day and the cream will rise to the top. And um, I'll use a turkey baster to basically get the cream off the top, use that to make butter. And then we just have the milk to make pancakes, to yeah. do whatever we want. And it, it isn't, isn't it funny how, you know, these kind of things are illegal, right? Where it's, it's something that is like the most non-GMO, most non-screwed with kind of food. And of course, the government isn't okay with that because it, that doesn't lead to any, that doesn't lead to any heart disease, right? That doesn't lead to any um, ailments that you're going to need to use like the healthcare system for, which, you know, kind of going back to my my, my, by my great-grandmother, I'm sure she grew up drinking that all the time. And by the time she was in her 20s and 30s, that helped her, her, her body. Like, like how they say, like, you know, milk helps your body grow. Like, well, maybe I feel like the kind, like you said, the kind they sell in the stores, I probably maybe not, not so much. I feel like it's the opposite. But I feel like the, the real intent of milk is to help you, is to help you grow and to grow strong bones and, and body and stuff. And, and, of course, they want to repress that kind of stuff because it, it doesn't have any have any benefit to them which is which is kind of sucky but i think it goes with everything else that we know in this world it's uh just another thing right right another thing the store-bought milk is another thing that keeps us sick and not getting the vitamins and the minerals that we need and it's so interesting um when i mentioned it to my family that oh we started drinking raw milk they like freaked out because they're like oh my god you're gonna get sick like there's this propaganda that's been put out about raw milk, how you're just, there's bacteria in it. It's not good for you when it's the complete opposite, just like a lot of other things that have been put in front of us in this false reality. Yeah. If you look at, if you actually check the cases of people who got sick from raw milk, it's been nine people, nine. Right. You know how many people right. get sick off of regular milk? Most people get some kind of illness or some kind of, side effect like gas and bloating and things like that from store-bought milk right and i think the and i think the, the you know the the concept about the you know the bacteria i think that's probably true but i but it's a good thing right i mean your body needs a certain amount of of good bacteria right to to fight off infections and for for whatever reason i'm, I'm obviously not a doctor but i know that that your body needs some of that kind of stuff in your body which is why you saw people getting sick you know, in, in 2020, as they were hiding in their houses, Cloroxing everything, having no, any kind of bacteria in their body at all. So then the second they go outside and, you know, they, they touch their mail, oh my God, they got sick. Like, well, it, is it because of this virus? Like, so, but no, it's like your immune system is, is crap, <laughs> you know? So, so I, I, so from the health, let me ask you this. So from a, from a health aspect, have you guys felt better health wise since you've been up there just from just from what you've mentioned about, about drinking the milk, about the eggs, about all this, just the, just the kind of food itself, have you felt naturally more healthy than you did when you lived in, in California? Oh, definitely. Um, one big thing we've noticed is less stress because there's, well, we don't have real jobs right now. I guess if you want to say real jobs, <laughs> we're working for ourselves now. Um, so the stress is just non-existent. And health-wise, yeah, I, I feel so much better. Um, Eating good food is so important. Real food, knowing where your food comes from, where it's sourced, and just I don't know. It's just so it's so much better for you. Um, I don't know if you want to add to that. Oh yeah, the um. So for me personally, when we back, went back down to California, I don't know if you oh, noticed, gosh, but yeah. we, we ate like garbage because we, it was like <laughs> we ate all the things we missed. Basically. Yeah, basically, <laughs> except. For you know the one or two places that I think are, are fine that are okay to eat that's not doesn't have really greasy food but when we were there yeah my stomach was just and back here now that we're eating home-cooked meals again and I having her butter with our all of our because we put butter on like everything it, I feel so much better 
<laughs> yeah. And when we were back in California, um, you know, 5G towers, cell towers, radio towers, um, airline, airplane traffic just constantly. And I'm sure that affects with us. We know everything oh, yeah. is the frequencies definitely affect with that, affect us. And here we only have like one giant tower near us. And I'm sure there's a few others, but they're not in close proximity. So but we do have a lot of chemtrails, that's for sure. <laughs> they get us with that. <laughs> yeah, they got they gotta do something. You know, you guys are already, you know, screwing with the system with with the raw milk and the chickens and the natural food and the ingredients. They're like, we 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 gotta do something. Like what can we what what can we do here? And then you just look across the sky and it's like <laughs> every which way and direction. So like I'm telling you, like those those five G towers are just such an eyesore every time you see them. Like especially like I drive a few. Like sometimes I'll drive a few, instead of taking the highway, I'll, I'll take a few country roads to work. You know, it takes a little bit longer, but it's like more scenic. You can breathe a little bit better. But like out in the country, then I see a five G tower. I'm like, what the hell? Come on, do you have to have this right here next to like a, a barn and a windmill? You know, it's just it's so. And then just just like you get that because of like you know like you said like everything we we know and have been hearing about the radiation and everything wrong with five G. I just I always just get that pit in my stomach every time I see one of those. I'm like, uh, here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, it's so funny when we on the drive um, on the 15 freeway to and from California to here. There's one spot in particular that I can't. It's like burned in my memory. Um, beautiful rangeland and there's cows just herds of cows but right in the middle of that rangeland there's just this giant 5g tower <laughs> so that that meat is just getting roasted and radiated it's just it's interesting to if you really pay attention to where these towers are you see them on top of church buildings you see them near different places you get food you know um like water places of water places near water they are there too so there's definitely some kind of energy being harnessed um also like emitted too but i feel like they harness energy also um yeah yeah i don't know what your opinion is on that and where you usually see them other than nature. yeah all, all all over the place all the time and you know like i i, I love i love seeing those pictures um you know matt landman who did that you know um frankenskies documentary he posts a lot of these pictures on instagram all the time of of when they've tried to like disguise the 5g towers right so it's like a it's like a palm tree, like like it, it it looks like a palm tree. Then they just have the whole five G thing. It's like nobody's, it's not fooling anybody, right? Or just like a, a fake a fake tree or something like in the middle, like oh we're just gonna hide this in in the forest. Then like dude, there's no way it's it's a thing. But yeah, it's something that, it's one of those really polarizing things that when you try to tell people about it and like it, it and you know full disclosure, I, I I'm only I only know kind of scratch the surface kind of knowledge about about it. all i know is that it's not it's not good the more and more we've gone from 3g to 4g to 5g it's just more and more in that like you said the close proximity and wi-fi and all that it's it's not good for you and, and it causes health effects but like anytime you bring that up to somebody who's not really kind of in the know about that they're just like oh you're one of those crazy you're one of those crazy q people with your this and it's like no it's it's just documented that radiation emits from that i mean it is literally radio waves coming out just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's it's not doing anything to you and you know like i i've heard a lot of stories about you know in in times of war and everything where one of the tactics that the the military generals and the military troops would do is like they would they would send out these these waves these sound waves and stuff to like mess with the enemy so it's like one of those it's one of those psychological things that it's it's hard to kind of get people to wrap their wrap their mind around um, but it's, 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 it's real. It's, it's, it's happening. Definitely. And it's interesting. I, we've noticed, um, a lot of people, a lot of people we talk to and friends, I don't know about you, if you recently have gotten sick, um, this past month, um, December, a lot of people were just falling ill and I don't know if they switched some kind of frequency on or did something, but we, we've been pretty healthy um ever since we left california for like five six years we haven't gotten sick and we got somehow we got sick this last month and oh man it really hit hard it was it was very weird how it just attacked our bones mm. like we had i had this crazy lower back pain and fever 
not so much congestion or anything. It was just a weird little sickness. So I don't know if that had anything to do with uh, the frequency in the 5G. Yeah, and our symptoms seem to match a lot of other like podcasters in the community who also got sick that we know. And it was it was just really weird how so mine came on and then I got a little bit better and then yours came on. She she's the one who hasn't been sick in like five to six years. She's super healthy. Yeah, it's been like two, three years. <laughs> yeah, you know, I now that you mention it, you know, um the week after Christmas, I was sick for for a day or two. Some of it was uh, self-inflicted. I will say, staying up too late, doing you know, doing stuff. Um, so, so that was part of it. But like, I also like, I just couldn't get out of bed. I just felt really lethargic. Um, not necessarily a fever, but just a lot of congestion. I felt a lot of pressure and stuff. And then a day or two later, it was gone. But like, I just remember just not being able to to do anything. And I think that's you know, legs. That's right in the time frame of you, what, what you were saying about a lot of people getting sick so it's a it's a weird you know I don't want to say it's a coincidence it, because because it's happened it happened to a lot of people so yeah it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those things yeah it is weird and I was trying to think of like what changed in our life that we got so sick um trying to play devil's advocate and yeah we haven't coming here winter time the sun it shines now and then you know but there was a few weeks where we we really didn't get any sun. So vitamin D is very important. And I think I saw that this time when we were in California, we got sun all the time. And I made it like my mission to go outside every day and get at least like 20 minutes minimum. But um, yeah, and then I don't know, we like, or we didn't really change what we ate. We started eating pretty good in California. Um, but I think vitamin D, lack of vitamin D played a big role in this yeah i i agree you know here here in ohio it's you know it's it's not as cold as it is you know where you guys are but you know the, these these few winter months you know it's just it's dreary it's cold it's if it's not snowing it's raining if it's not raining it's just like 30 mile an hour winds for no reason and it's just yeah i've been taking i've been taking like you know a thousand milligrams of vitamin d every single day for like three four years now just because um, you need that. You need that, especially if you don't. And I still try to get out and get get air and sun too. But it's like if you don't, if you don't have that, that's just one of those kind of easy button things that I think people need to do, right? Just like some vitamin D. I, I've been taking vitamin C every day too, and it's just there's some little things you can do to help yourself. And other than than December, I, I've barely been you know sick at all. You know, knock on wood. You know, my my whole family just got. A stomach flu a few days ago like like pretty nasty and you know luckily i was able to avoid that i tried to stay you know stay away from people you know i, I told my wife I'm like I, I have to stay away from the kids for a few minutes i, I don't i don't want to get sick she's like she's like I, I don't know if that's the reason um but you know <laughs> ended up getting through that and everything but but yeah uh supplements are very any important any are there any other supplements or any other vitamins that you guys would recommend to people Oh man. Um, I mean, of course I'm just going to put, say this, we're not doctors. We're not like experts at this. This is just like what works for us for, um, honey, like really good, pure honey is the best. Raw, for unpasteurized. You. Unpasteurized. That is key. Cause you know, pay attention to like the fruit juices you get. Um, even though they say like organic and, you know, just one ingredient, Somewhere on that bottle, it's going to say pasteurized for your health, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> yeah, everything, right? Isn't that funny? Like everything is always done for our health and for our safety. Right. And, you know, just like you were, you were mentioning about your family saying that, oh, raw milk is going to get you sick. It, it, all these things that we've been told are a complete inversion. You know, what's getting you sick is, is the milk that you have been drinking. But it's been so propagandized. I mean, especially the milk. I mean, remember in the 90s, it was like the got milk commercial, like, like all that kind of stuff from like the, you know, United Dairy Farmers Association and all that. It was such a, a propaganda campaign, but it was pushed as kids need to drink their milk because it's good for you. And like in theory, in theory, yes, but not with all the not with all the crap you're not with all the crap you're pumping into it. Exactly. Yeah, it's try to find things that are unpasteurized if you can. But honey is so it is really good for you. Um, something I've tried a few times and I, I need to keep up with it more is um, take a spoonful of honey 
before you go to sleep and mm. you will definitely have sweet dreams. That's that's really good, yes. Your dreams will be not more I guess vivid. more vivid, um, not as scary, I guess, if you have scary <laughs> dreams, but you know, just like you'll have good dreams, basically. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't garlic. Garlic is a good we thing. Put, we put garlic in everything. And I feel like it helps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of like supplements, we kinda we we're trying to do like the natural approach and do things that are your foods that are good for us that we can get these nutrients and minerals that we need every day and garlic is good for fighting a cold or say you're getting something a tickle in your throat even though it's pretty intense if you chew on a clove of garlic it'll it'll help you um it'll clear that up pretty pretty quick um i don't know what other foods i mean the raw milk that's that's key um we take like we'll take like emergency almost on a daily basis just because that gives you kind of your base there but um i've been interested in looking into clive de carl's line of vitamins and supplements uh because of just where he sources his material and it does take a while to get to us in the u.s but from what i hear it's really good so i'm actually going to order some of those i'll let you know how that goes yeah yeah an interesting yeah, absolutely yeah i mean there, there's so many different i hear all different kinds of things and it's like you know all these vitamins and supplements, they're not all created the same right i mean because there's some that they still just like the milk right they they kind of pump it up or they fill it with other stuff or it's coated with this or that. So it's like good ish, but it's not as good as just the, you know, the raw pure, pure version of it. So um, now let me ask you this. So, so with, with this transition, um, is there anything that you miss from, from being back home legs? You said you lived there your whole life, right? So are there any things that you, that you miss or you crave or just kind of think about from from time to time that like man i i love i like love this what i'm doing here but like there's this one or two little things that like man i wish i if i could if i could incorporate that here like that would just be awesome oh man that's such a good question um of course family but other than family one thing i was craving pretty bad before we actually got to go back to california um this that was like two weeks ago huh yeah. In and out was something I was like crazy craving um sushi, just like seafood. Don't really get that fresh over here. We we get some fabulous potatoes. We, but... we get trout. We get <laughs> oh, trout. trout. Yes. Like freshwater trout. That's right. Um take that back. We get good trout. But um, you know, like the sushi and stuff that you get in like city environments. I do miss that. Um I don't know, just the very the variety of eateries that you get in the mm. city. I'm a big food person. I just I love whenever we go out. I'm like, okay, what are we gonna eat? Yeah. You know, <laughs> just and like <laughs> it. We're we're both big food people because that's what I miss too. Yeah. I I yeah. miss really good Mexican food. I grew up eating Mexican food. My mom's from Mexico. I eat Mexican food for almost every meal, and we would have really good Mexican food right by where we used to live, within like walking distance. And oh. now we have to drive a ways and it's not, I don't think it's like real Mexican, you know, it's, it's just not, we make better Mexican food. So, yeah, I was, I was going to say, you know, uh, you guys are going to have to, once, once the crops and everything are going, you guys are going to have to start like the first uh, Mexican food truck in Idaho and just drive around all your neighbors and stuff. That would be, that would be awesome. Oh, Seri seriously, it. it'd be like a million dollar business in no time here. <laughs> Everybody loves talking. Yeah. Yeah, or just drive back down to, to California, like you said. Like go, go grab up a bunch of that food you like, put it in a put it in a, a, a freezer chest or something, bring it back up here, and just just drive around and 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 sell that and sell that around. That'd be a well, that sounds like a lot of work too, but still, you know, got got to do, do it. Chef Mike in the truck. <laughs> Chef Mike over. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's funny the the Mexican food out here we don't have we don't really have citrus like it doesn't grow in this environment Ugh. so if you want some limes you're going to be paying like three bucks a or you're gonna they charge like two dollars and something per lime you know it's it's oh, pretty geez. crazy yeah so lime is a big flavor in mexican foods and especially when flavoring like garnasada and oh man we haven't found one place yet that's actually use the lime or beer yeah. to like flavor their meat it's it's pretty it's been an inter interesting change yeah L li uh, limes are like the rarest lemons you can get 
but what's lemon punch like 89 cents so it's still it's still a bit more but limes man i miss that <laughs> you got you gotta have it yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta drive down there and just grab like a whole a whole crate full of it right and just you know i don't know if you can freeze them or whatever and just you know bring it back up here and you know store it underground or something you know i'm actually in looking into that you can pickle limes you can pickle them and and preserve like i can go down like you said get a pallet of them pickle them and have limes all year fresh wow. right out of a pickle jar I, I think i think you're on to something there i think you're on to something there like you, you'll be like the lime guy like right like you like you need limes go go see, go see these go see these guys over here like a crack dealer Right, right. <laughs> Have a big neon sign. Limes here. Limes here. <laughs> um, now let me ask you this. So um so a lot of kind of open areas up there, right? So so what's um do you guys do any any uh, what do you guys kind of do for for recreation? Do you guys um do you guys do any hunting? Do you guys do any fishing? Kind of what's the what's the situation with that kind of stuff up there? Well, we we love to camp. We love to hike. Um, we're we dabbled in hunting. You know, in California, it's especially in Southern California, finding zones to hunt in is very hard, and you need to drive like two three hours just to get to some place um, to hunt. But out here, it's like it's endless. And turkey season is upon us. We actually recently bought a shotgun. Um, just for turkey, upland game birds, uh, I guess you can use it for duck and waterfowl, but mostly upland game and turkey. So we're going to be going into that new venture. Um, but yeah, you can, you can hunt, we can shoot a 22 from our window and get a cottontail <laughs> if we wanted to, like, that's, that's like the smallest round we can use. Um, in this vicinity in the city, but and the sheriff won't get mad. At you. And the sheriff won't get mad. But anything larger than that, it's like, uh, like take a take a chill pill, you know. But um, yeah. we we she would really like to get into fishing also. Yeah. So we have to try that. We have some fishing poles, but I'd like to get some that are a little bit more sturdy because those are older. And um, ice fishing is really big right now, but it's so cold. I can't imagine myself sitting on ice to fish in the ice. I'm like, nah, I'll just wait till it's water again. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I have I have some friends that do that, and they're like, hey, you want to come with me? I'm like, I don't, I don't at all. Thank you for the invite, but there's no way I'm doing that. Um, you know, you want to hear a really funny story? So here in Ohio, this um mayor of a city near me, he just resigned, um, out out of shame, out of some comments he made about ice fishing. This is the most bizarre thing. I'll have to send you guys the article, but but a lot of people um, were setting up little like, you know, they set up little like, um, I don't want to say houses, little tents or stuff around all the ice. So these little like ice shanties and stuff all over the place. And he, this mayor was getting concerned. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm just worried about all these ice ice shanties and stuff because that could really bring in a lot of prostitution to 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 the to the area. And everybody that heard him say that and, and like this has gone like viral like it, it didn't make it didn't make any sense at all okay like people 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 go out to do ice fishing because they want to do ice fishing it's not like some secret like pro prostitution ring maybe he knows something that we don't but it was one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard. i'm gonna have to send you guys this article it, it was and, and then he resigned like a few days after he said this just because he just was just he was just so embarrassed and like i don't know i don't i don't know where I don't know where he would have came up with something like that. It, it's it, it still boggles my mind to this day. Oh my um, god, that's so ridiculous! It sounds like he knows something, like you said, that other people don't know. And I'm just gonna throw this out there: it's so cold, nobody's taking their dick out. No one's taking their dick out because your dick is now inside you. It's that cold. It, it, it is. It is now. It's an innie. Yeah, it, it's an innie. It's not. It's not possible. I mean, maybe you know. I feel like it's all an inversion. I feel like that was like his maybe his fantasy. Or like maybe he had done that in his in a past life, and like like he said like because he used to work for like a, a news channel or something like that. He said like you know from his experience working in the news, like he had heard about it. It's like no, you didn't. This is really your, this is your fetish. You know, just go maybe go start a website or something uh, if that's really what your what your thing is. But yeah, you're right. It's like that's that's not the kind of environment that that really gets any kind of juices flowing. <laughs> 
Yeah, or maybe maybe he was on an Ambien. When you never know, he pulled a Roseanne. Roseanne. Yeah. You never know. That is hilarious. You got to send us that article, Kyle. That's, that's yeah. Real. <laughs> when I read it, I'm like, I'm like, for one, I'm like, is, is this like, is this like a Babylon B article? Like, is this a fake? Like this, this cannot be real because, like, in this world anymore, even the fake articles sound like something that's actually happened because it's so, it's such, a, it's such a blend. But I'm like, I, I talked to somebody I worked with who lives in that city. And she's like, no, yeah, that is, that's, that is legit. He is a crazy person. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, small, small town drama is no joke. And I don't know. I'm trying to think of recent drama we've had here. Um, we had some moose come oh, down yeah. and they just like tore shit up. Like they, they shut down the school. Like you, you had to lock down, you hear lockdown and you're like, Oh my God, like who brought a gun? No, it was just moose out in the playground. They, they had to, um, how many like, moose were there? How many moose were there? I think there was two, just a mom and a, and a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that makes it sound like it was like a stampede of them. They're like, you know, we gotta everybody, everybody hide inside. Yeah, that's what they make it seem like. But it's they came through our place when we were gone and uh tore up our apple trees, <sighs> yeah. um, shit everywhere. Just they everywhere. they went down the street and trampled one of our neighbor's dogs. Like a vinyl fence. It's fuck it's crazy. That's our small town <laughs> drama right now. <laughs> Are there a lot of moose in Idaho or did they, did they, you know, bring their Canadian passports down? Yeah. Bullwinkle came down through <laughs> the border there. Yeah. I think there's a lot of moose. I don't know. We've never seen them, but I, I would love to see them just not tearing shit up in our yard. Like they did. That was, yeah. Yeah. In California, you'll get like vandals will like vandalize your house with spray paint. And over here, it's just moose. Massive, massive animals coming through. <laughs> um yeah that's that was fun and we we get elk here too um we've had wild turkey come through our our yard there's always deer coming through um skunk once in a while which i you know i don't like skunk you know one likes skunk that's <laughs> yeah I, I, i've never you know two animals i've never discovered the purpose of it's the skunk and the mosquito like there's i, I understand bees right because you mentioned about the honey like natural honey is really good and like you know, the, that that population has been diminishing, but it's like, what what has a mosquito ever, ever done? You know, like I, I get like even like spiders, right? A spider will eat all those stupid little insects. That's a great. That's great. That's awesome. But a mosquito, all it does is just leech off of our blood. Right. Like, like, why? Why does this exist? And, and also a skunk. Right. Like nobody has ever been like, oh, that's a cute skunk. Everybody's just like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, I'm driving down the street the other day and it's like. You don't see the skunk off to the side of the road dead until it's too late, and then you're 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 smelling it for the next half hour. So it's like, what is the purpose of a skunk? What is the purpose of a mosquito? I, I don't think. What do you guys think? I, I think there is none, just to I make think, us mad. I think the government invented mosquitoes <laughs> and their drones. I'm gonna first first here on conspiracy in the forest. Mosquitoes are drones. I mean, I mean, they already they already got the the, the CIA has already got the birds right. So they're like, you know. And people are people are catching on to the bird thing, right? So they're like, remember, you know, those tiny, tiny little microchip things of like, let's put those in some some mosquitoes and let's uh, let's see what we can do. Maybe it, they might be vaccinating people with mosquitoes for all we know. They could be doing that or it was some operation to steal our DNA so they can clone us in the future. That's, that's <laughs> it, too. Yeah. Like, like so like they have the registry of everybody who's done like that you know, 23andMe, like sending in all their DNA samples. But that means they have the list of everybody who hasn't, right? So then they can send the mosquitoes to those people, right? And they can slowly check the people off the off the list. I, I think I think we're onto something here. And West Nile is always a big deal, right? So they're like, see, watch out for, they're telling us, watch out for the mosquitoes. They're, they're drones, <laughs> drones collecting our DNA. I mean, that, I think that's a good possibility. As for skunks, their purpose Make they make good hats, probably. Yeah. Um, I think so. They needed a model for Pepe Le Pew. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. 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 Kyle, that's can you, a, me, it, can you tell me the purpose of ticks? Can add that oh, to the list. That that's yeah, just to give people like just like a mosquito, just to give people sicknesses, right? This is like I heard horror stories of people who live here in Ohio out in wooded areas, like someone was was taking their kids like to inside after being playing outside and looked behind her ear and it was just like 
it was like almost embedded in between like their ear and their neck. And it's just like, you know, that's Lyme disease. And it's like, it's so, it's so, it's so disgusting. It's just such a disgusting thing. And like, you know, your point about the West Nile, I have a funny, well, I guess it's not, I don't know if it's a funny story, but, you know, kind of talking about how the government, all these viruses every few years, right? There's this whole new craze of something we should be scared of. So back in uh, 2016, um, I was set to go down, me and my wife were set to go down to my friend. He was getting married down in Florida. And it was awesome. We had this place, nice, right, right on the coast. It's really awesome hotel. It was awesome. Well, my wife was pregnant at the time. And her doctor, and like, obviously, we, like, I, I, I don't know any of the things I know now about how all these, you know, how all this stuff works in our world. So I was just like, do, 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 do. And the, the doctor told us, he said, well, you guys know about this Zika virus that's, that's going around. And we're like, well, what are you talking about? Like, well, these mosquitoes and down in the South, they have this thing. And it's like, you know, if you're, if you're pregnant, you're not supposed to travel down to Florida because you're going to get sick with this Zika virus and it's going to like kill your baby and stuff. And we're like, that's bizarre and wild. So like my wife ended up not being able to go because the doctor basically told her she couldn't go. And which, which sucked for her. Cause it was a really nice vacation, really, you know, nice, nice getaway. And obviously, and obviously after the fact that like, there was no there was nothing. There was no problem. There was no anything. It was just another another fear tactic. But um, it's just interesting how, like, you know, five six years later, they still keep pulling all this stuff out just to just to scare us even more. Right. Yeah. I, I remember that whole Zika fear campaign. That was very interesting. I don't know what those little psyops psyops are just to steal our energy. You know, people get angry about it, fearful. Those are big things. That, I don't know, energies that they steal. If you want to say the big bay, yeah. the demons that run us. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder about things like that where they're like in a particular area you shouldn't go. Is it because they're trying to keep the area clear for something? Like there's an operation being done there where they're like, oh, maybe we're going to keep civilians away from it by scaring them, saying there's this zombie disease that kills babies or whatever you know i don't know yeah. I, I just throwing that out there <laughs> yeah and also like i saw too about you know back to mosquitoes again they said down in like the florida keys like they were releasing there were so many mosquitoes they were releasing like genetically modified mosquitoes to like take care of the other mosquitoes it's like no 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 stop like i've, I've seen this movie before this does not this does not end well please stop sending like so, to your point about the about the mosquitoes being a government asset, I'll have to say to you guys this article too. It, it that, that's a thing. They basically created these or or grew these mosquitoes in a lab or something that would a, attack and kill off other breeds of of mosquitoes. And I'm like, this is just this has gone too far. We're we're messing with stuff now that just should not be messed with. Oh yeah, like that. That's not the first time they've done stuff like that. Just trying to. In order to get rid of invasive species, as they like to call it, um, they put in some other dominant predator that'll take it out. But then that thing overruns the area. It's there's like checks and balances, and they don't look at that at all. Um, yeah, the mosquito thing. That ugh, I hate mosquitoes. They tear me up. Like mosquitoes, <laughs> they love me, and they just tear me up. I can't. Out She's here. Sweet. She's a sweet person. <laughs> I know out here, when we were here this past summer, one of the shady things that they do is they'll have some guy in a truck come by and just spray. Like in the 1960s in LA and, and uh, was it the 60s or 70s, um, my, my parents would tell me and my aunts and uncles would tell me how when they were younger, there would be a truck that would come by and just spray for mosquitoes. And they're they're still doing that here in the summer, so that's another like weird thing I want to get to the bottom of. <laughs> I'm like wondering, like, how effective is this spray? Because yeah. like with a with some roaches and like ants and wasps, you gotta you gotta like spray the shit out of them <laughs> for them to die. And like this spray is just just going out in the air. It's not even like hitting mosquitoes. Like he's probably hitting and killing more mosquitoes with the front of his truck than with the spray <laughs> that's coming out of the back of the truck. Well, it, it's it's now it's just another it's just another chemtrail. Right now they're doing like the the horizontal chemtrails. So they got the vertical chemtrails. They got the horizontal chemtrails. It's just like creating this like uh, this matrix of of chemtrails. And it's like you know, and it's kind of scary too, because like that kind of stuff 
could get into the soil and that could, you know, that's a whole deal with, you know, ruining your crops and everything probably too. I didn't even think about that. The chickens, like we're going to have to oh, put them man. in the coop. They have to put them in the coop. Cause we get, we get like a warning whenever the truck comes by, like you can hear it. It's so quiet here. You can hear everything. Yeah. Um, so we know when it's coming and it's like, Oh, better batten down the hatches, you know, lock up the windows. We don't want that shit leaking in like the, the fog, but, um, yeah, <laughs> you, need, you need like, you know, like in, in star Wars, they have like these energy fields, right? Like that will protect you. So like, it's basically like a dome like thing that you guys would just need to, if you could try to create that, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe 5g radiation, you could use that against them, right? That would that could be the barrier against against this kind of stuff, you know, fight fight evil with evil. I, I don't know. Just just spitballing yeah. here. I'll have to use my uh, my Tesla coil. I hope it's in the brooding house still. We're, we'll create that energy field, bounce that shit right back at them. Welcome. I like I like it. Basically like a, a semicircle like hamster ball, you know, like I think it, it's possible. It's possible. You know, you should probably probably start working on that, you know, like YouTube it. There's got somebody on YouTube has probably created something, you know, there's, there's a video for, for anything, even the most ridiculous things. I'll start meditating on it. Build that force build up for sure. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, so what's, what's coming up next for you guys on the, uh, on the podcast and I guess just life in general. Oh man. Um, Very open-ended question. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I guess tomorrow we're thinking of doing like a first happy out. We usually once a month we'll do a live stream and we'll post a link in our telegram and basically invite anyone that wants to join. And the one we're going to do tomorrow, we're, I guess we're going to try it out as some kind of happy hour. Um, it's going to be a BYOS, bring your own <laughs> substance. So whatever you, you want, as long as it's for you, we'll probably have some wine or something, but uh, yeah. We do we do that once a month. Yeah. And then she does her show. I do my show. We have we do that on Sundays. Yeah. Um, we we switch off. So I think this Sunday I'm going. Um, and that's usually like in the afternoon on Rockfin. Yeah. We'll do that. Uh guest next week. I don't know. We're we're recording with um John Paul Rice this Saturday. So we'll have that cool. episode. Um Clive DeCarl is coming on uh, next week. Also, he is really smart when it comes and very knowledgeable when it comes to natural health and healing the body. So he healed himself, actually. His story is very interesting. Um, he took antibiotics, mm -hmm. totally wrecked him. He ended up getting bad arthritis diabetes. and type 1 diabetes. Oh, geez. And he was able to heal himself with natural supplements so we're gonna have him on talk to us we have a lot of questions that we're gonna ask him and i'm trying to think what else um oh lanny and Chet. oh yeah we have uh lanny and chedex uh from i i don't know if they're on a podcast are they the world as it is today yeah I believe is what yes called. yeah yeah and they're then um we're actually going to work with them to do a like a homesteading kind of panel like a solutions-based panel. So they're a part of that as well. So we're going to have that hopefully be like a once a month thing going forward, maybe start next month. Yeah. But we're just, we're just rolling, you know, it's uh it's been great being able to work for ourselves and just be able to jump on with awesome people like you, Kyle. Um, yeah. yeah. Find, find us Rockfin. We're on telegram t.me slash false reality check. We just like all the socials. We just like talking to really interesting people. So we're going to bounce around from every kind of subject, health, spirituality, conspiracy, who knows what else, but yeah, that's what we like. Awesome. To do. Well, that's, that's awesome. I'm really, I'm really happy for you guys. It sounds like what you guys are living in right now is a very, a very stress-free kind of life. I mean, obviously there's, there's some stresses obviously, but less than kind of the average person living in the, you know, uh, this tech kind of crazy city life world that we that we live in and all get get wrapped up in. So I think that's I, I think it's I think it's super awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what what this coming year for you guys um brings, you know, except for except for the mosquitoes. So everything looking forward to to knowing how everything's going um except the mosquitoes. Um, but I do want to know about that force field. So that's uh definitely definitely something we'll have to 
we'll have to talk about. So I'll, I'll post all the links to your guys' content in, in the show notes. And uh, thank you guys so much for, um, for stopping by. And we'll definitely have to, we'll definitely have to chat again um, later this year. So everything, I see how everything is going. So, um, so for, for Buffalo and Legs and the false, false Reality Check podcast, this has been uh, Conspiracy Kyle with another episode of Conspiracy in the Forest. And may the Forest be with you.